How can we be prepared for Christ's coming at the rapture? Find out on today's episode of A View from the Wall. Join I Am A Watchman Ministries Managing Editor Joe Kerr with co-host Dylan Burroughs, bringing you a fascinating discussion regarding the importance of Bible prophecy and Christian living today as it relates to our responsibility as believers to be watchmen. This is A View From The Wall. Welcome to A View From The Wall. I'm Dylan Burroughs along with co-host Joseph Kerr. And if you've been paying any attention to news headlines lately, you may be wondering how close we are to the end times. In fact, many are speaking out about being prepared for the rapture, that any moment event where Jesus will come to take his people to be with him forever. But how can we best prepare for this event? Today, we are joined by the founder of I Am A Watchman Ministry, Scott Townsend, who is the creator of the Innovative Rapture Kit. Scott's work has been featured on leading prophecy programs nationwide, including Jan Markell's Understanding the Times radio program, Prophecy Watchers Television, Christ in Prophecy with Dr. David Reagan, and many others. Scott, thanks for joining us today on A View from the Wall. It's wonderful to be on the show again, guys. Well, we love having you here with us, and our focus today is preparing for Christ coming at the rapture, but we also want people to understand why the rapture and Bible prophecy are so important to you. So for those unfamiliar with your story and IamAWatchman.com, share how God has led you in starting and leading this ministry. Well, I I like to start this story by saying that, you know, I grew up in the church and for many, many years, I've been a Christian for over 40 years now, none of this stuff was uh, taught in church. I had to learn a lot of things on my own. And about four years ago, I started to hear things about the end times and it just made so much more sense. I guess maybe I was just ready or the Lord's timing was there for me to really absorb a lot of teaching at that time. So once I learned what was going on in the prophetic timeline, then I began to say to myself, wait a minute, I have to do something. So knowledge had to cross over into action. And when I made a private declaration to the Lord in prayer that I was going to be a watchman, that's what kind of kicked off this process of discovering how do I exactly fulfill my responsibility to be a watchman in these days. And to be honest with you, just uh, beginning from a very humble beginning of IamAWatchman.com to where we are today, it's just been an incredible journey, including being able to invite other pastors and Christian educators on the team, including you guys, actually, and you're part of our team. And after six months of writing, we launched in March of 2018 here at the Watchman Conference in Texas. And leading up to today, where we have inbound traffic from 185 countries, and we've got 200,000 unique users, we offer a website in 33 different languages, so it's been quite a journey. One thing that's been true of the ministry from the very beginning, Scott, because we have several pastors and former pastors on the staff as writers and parts of the ministry, one of the things that's been a huge part of that was that drive to see the church teach Bible prophecy and applications of it. So we want to see churches influencing and building and creating watchmen. So what are some of the resources people can find on the website for churches, for pastors, and for individual watchmen? Thanks for that question, Joe, because really that is a primary burden that we have. You know, we realize that 
there are many different ministries that uh, teach on current events and Bible prophecy education very well, but really none are specifically targeting the watchmen of the world. And here I'm including watchmen and watchwomen, okay? So it's really our burden is to train, equip, encourage people at IamAWatchman.com. And because we talked about, you know, preaching the Word of God and the prophetic timeline from the pulpit, just note that one of those resources that we have is a series of three different sermon series about how to introduce, you know, the end times teaching into the pulpit, which we're very proud of. It's all available for free download to anyone that goes to IamAWatchman.com. We've also authored 11 free ebooks and various uh, PDF formats and also various topics to help. One of our most important burdens we have is for fellow watchmen around the world because we want to train, educate, inspire, and encourage them through a collection of over 300 articles on various uh, wide-ranging topics. We also created Watchmen on the Wall University, or wowu.org, to train those wanting to become watchmen because many people have this burden, but they don't exactly understand what is a watchman, how do we do it, how do we present the gospel and the truth of the Word of God as we begin to look at the circumstances of our world today. And so that's a free learning management system. It's online, it's self-enrolled and self-graded. So it's really a fantastic resource for people wanting to know more about how to be a watchman. And as both of you are well aware, we are actually taping an episode right now of A View from a Wall, and we have over 80 episodes now over, well, approaching 2 million views right now on many different social platforms. We also broadcast on 450 CSN radio stations on Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern. And we have a really significant presence both on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. And just a reminder to our audience uh, that are new to us at IamAWatchman.com to just go ahead and subscribe to us on those channels. Well, this is a phenomenal array of resources for those interested in Bible prophecy, especially those who consider themselves watchmen or watchwomen. But one of the most important projects we are excited about is what you call the Rapture Kit. It's not a book or a video, but rather a collection of digital resources on a USB drive that includes important preparations for the coming Rapture. What are some of the key resources included in the Rapture Kit, and why is it vital for a believer to have this information? Well, I think what we'll do is let's start with Am I Rapture Ready? Uh, sure. Kind of a parallel project that we've done. Uh, and then we can, uh, you know, talk more about the Rapture Kit shortly here. But I have a really big burden for amiRaptureReady.org. You know, essentially, we created uh, this sister website uh, because we wanted to solve for two unique problems. One, people don't know how to be saved or often don't have assurance of their salvation. In other words, they don't know if they're truly rapture-ready or not. And also, people know that something is wrong with the world, but haven't connected all the dots yet. So we educate our audience on Bible prophecy-related topics, including course teachings about uh, the rapture and the ABCs of salvation. There are a lot of people out there that don't know enough to understand what to do to learn about salvation. So this website is a sort of bridge. We've had 44,000 unique visitors coming to that site from 135 countries, which uh, is just amazing to think about. And let me add that this website is especially designed for our audience to share a link to. In other words, 
you'll often see us linking people into it from uh, Facebook or Twitter for that very reason. So for me personally, when I see someone on social media asking questions about the rapture or maybe they seem to be struggling with assurance of salvation, this is my go-to resource, amiraptureready.org, to put in a reply or a comment. It's one of my personal evangelism tools. Well, we've been talking to Scott Townsend, founder of I Am A Watchman Ministries, and when we return, we'll continue our discussion on the rapture and the rapture kit right here on A View From The Wall. Stick with us. From I Am A Watchman Ministries, here's today's I Am A Watchman Minute. Reading warning labels can be entertaining. A TV remote control warning label read, Not Dishwasher Safe. The warning label on an iron read, never press close when on the body. You know those warning labels came about because at some point, some person, probably a male, thought it would be a good idea to save time and iron his clothes when they were on, or clean a TV remote by putting it in the dishwasher. Humans seem to need warnings. The wise heed warnings. Hundreds of practical and prophetic warnings can be found in Scripture. They are provided to ensure our protection and prepare us for the future. I encourage you to take advantage of free I Am A Watchman resources to grow in the Word and become more aware of the prophecies that warn of what is to come. Be bold. Be faithful. Be a watchman. Iamawatchman.com Welcome back to A View from the Wall. I'm Dylan here with Joe as we discuss the rapture and the rapture kit with Scott Townsend, founder of I Am A Watchman Ministries. As we continue discussing the importance of the rapture and the rapture kit, let's be clear what we mean when we talk about the rapture. Scott, take a moment to explain for our listeners what is the rapture and what happens after it. Sure. The term rapture indicates a swift catching up or rescuing of devoted followers of Christ before the terrible events of the tribulation. The English term rapture comes from the phrase caught up in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. There, the Greek text, which is the original language of the New Testament, includes the word harpazo, which means to seize upon with force or to catch up or to snatch up. The Latin translators of the Greek New Testament translated that word from harpazo to rapturo. The Latin rapturo then became the root word for the English term rapture. So a lot of people fall into error when they point out that the word rapture, quote-unquote, is not in the Bible. It is there if one understands the Greek to Latin to English translation. So through the event known as the rapture, God will catch up his church, the devoted followers of Christ. By this event, followers of Christ will be saved from the terrible tribulation period events that are to come. John, the writer of the book of Revelation, said it this way, The church will be kept from the hour of testing that shall come upon the entire world. That's in Revelation 3.10. Paul, writing of the quick and sudden nature of the rapture, records, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but shall be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised, and we will be changed. That comes from 1 Corinthians 15. Writing to the Thessalonian church, Paul wrote, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we, which are alive and remain, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. 
that is from 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 through 18. In Luke 12, Jesus notes the importance of expecting his return. In Matthew 24, Jesus spoke of the need to be watching and waiting and ready for his return. So the rapture represents Jesus fulfilling his promise to come again from John 14, 3 and Acts chapter 1, verse 9, to rescue his people, the church, from the upcoming time of wrath found in Revelation 3.10. Scott, you gave us the good news. Paul concludes that passage by saying, comfort one another with these words. So you gave us the good news about the rapture. Christians will be taken, but it's not all good news. Some will be left behind after the rapture. So who will be left behind? Why? Kind of lead us into that discussion. Well, there are more than two dozen allusions to the rapture in the Bible. The admonition is to be spiritually prepared for this event by being born again and fully committed to a vital relationship with Jesus. Those that are not born again will be left behind and will have to endure the horrors of the seven-year tribulation period. So it's basically for unbelievers. So many people, including many friends and family members I know, think that they can satisfy the requirements of God by having their good deeds outweigh their bad or sinful deeds. The problem is, as we know in 1 Peter 1.16, it says, you shall be holy, for I am holy. And we have all sinned, as it says in Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. I bring this up because many people, perhaps billions of people, will realize that the religious framework they trusted in was wrong. They were deceived. It will be one of the most stressful and mind-shattering events in human history to become aware that they did not heed the warning found in Matthew seven fourteen, For the gate to heaven is small, and the way is narrow that leads to life. There are few who find it. The implications of that is just not caught by many people today. So there are many millions and billions of people, including atheists, agnostics, New Age believers, and those that subscribe to a non-biblical worldview that will be left behind. Our only hope for heaven is to believe in Jesus Christ, turn our lives away from rejecting him, seek to serve him with all our heart and mind, and by his grace we are saved. It has nothing to do with the church membership, attendance, good works, or multiple paths to God. As Acts 4.12 states very clearly, salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. Well, that's well said, and we are firm believers that if you do not know Christ as your personal Savior, that is where to begin. And there are going to be many, though, on that day when the rapture takes place at any moment. uh, The believers in Christ will be taken to be with the Lord forever, and they will still be here on earth. They're left behind, and people wonder, what will happen to those people? Do they still have a chance for salvation and eternal life with God? Uh, Scott, tell us a little bit about what the Scriptures say in this area. Let me speak to what happens right after that, okay? Sure. Terrible, terrible things are going to happen right after the rapture. These are the people that will miss our blessed hope mentioned in Titus 2.13 because they did not fully commit their life to Christ. They will be subject to the last week of the 70th week prophecy found in Daniel, also known as the time of Jacob's trouble. It is a period where God deals very severely with the Gentiles that did not love the truth of the gospel as so as to be saved. And for an unbelieving national Israel. So the tribulation is mentioned in the last book of the Bible called Revelation, which means the revelation of Jesus Christ, literally the unveiling of Jesus Christ. 
and documents a set of 21 judgments that have devastating implications for those left behind. For one, the Bible indicates that half the world's population, nearly 4 billion people, will die. Every single person that misses the rapture will have to face many natural and supernatural disasters. They will see the rise of the Antichrist and the false prophet. Once we, acting as a restraining force, are removed in the rapture, all hell will literally break out. It will be the most stressful time in all of human history. Initially, the Antichrist will appear like an amazing leader with great skills to solve the world's problems, but his true nature comes out and he will deceive and kill many. Well, these are serious issues, and for those who may have not investigated this before, if you look at the chapters in Revelation, there's so much that takes place during the seven-year tribulation, but one of the hopeful things is this idea that there will be people who are still coming to faith in Jesus during this time, this 144,000 Jewish evangelists. So if those are just the evangelists, that means even more people are coming to faith in Jesus, both Jews and Gentiles, who are still having their lives changed during that time. But how does that happen? Uh, What are some things we could do to perhaps prepare the way for those who are left behind to still accept the gospel of Jesus Christ during that time? When we come back, we'll talk more about this and the rapture kit itself with Scott Townsend here on A View from the Wall. Stick with us. We'll be right back. The rapture can happen at any time. You may be ready, but are your friends and family spiritually prepared for the coming of the Lord? What will happen to those left behind? We've created a new resource to help you help them. It's called the Rapture Kit. Included in the Rapture Kit is a Bible and vital information on what the rapture is and how to prepare for what's to come. The Rapture Kit also includes eight books on prophecy, apologetics, the Christian walk, and being a watchman for the Lord, plus a number of video and audio teachings all preloaded on an eight gigabyte flash drive. Become more strategic and active in your witnessing. Warn the lost about the coming rapture and help individuals in the post-rapture world be drawn to Christ, equipping them to become the next generation of ministry leaders. Learn more and order at rapturekit.org. Welcome back to View from the Wall. This is Dylan and Joe as we continue our conversation with I Am a Watchman Ministries founder, Scott Townsend. Uh, We want to turn our attention to how we can share the gospel in these last days, even after the rapture. And as we do, we want to circle back to this idea that people are still going to be saved after the rapture, apparently. Uh, What does the Bible talk about in this regard? Scott, tell us a little bit. Uh, For me, there are two primary reasons why we have evidences that people, vast numbers of people will be saved even after the rapture. First, in Revelation 6-9, during the fifth seal judgment, John says, I saw underneath the altar the souls of those who had been slain because of the word of God and because of the testimony which they had maintained. And in Revelation 7, 9, it describes the number as a great multitude, which no man could number. We know that these are tribulation saints because later in verse 14, it continues, these are the ones that come out of the great tribulation, and they have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. And it has to be asked, if all the Christ followers have been raptured, like we were alluding to in the last segment, 
who is going to preach the gospel if we're all gone? Well, the answer is that there are the testimony of the two witnesses in Jerusalem. We have the 144,000 Jewish evangelists, and we have the gospel angel that proclaims the gospel to all people, groups, and languages. So the conclusion is very clear. Many millions of people left behind will realize the great error they made in ignoring, dismissing, or scoffing at their need for Christ. These will repent, which means to turn away from their sins, call out to God for salvation, and fully commit to being followers of Christ. Many people I know believe that this will be the greatest time of harvesting in the shortest amount of time in all of human history. Scott, there is hope for the unsaved, and I'm glad you addressed it that way, but... Let's just role play this the way you hear it most of the time. A lot of Christians are looking forward to the rapture, but they're pretty much of the attitude, okay, I get raptured, I'm out of here, all kinds of bad stuff's happening on the earth, but I'm not there, so that's not my problem. We're in heaven there on earth. What can people do to reach those who are left behind? Is that even our responsibility? And if it is, what can we do? That sure is our responsibility because we're commanded to reach the lost and to help them understand their need for Christ and to help them with all of the tools and, the, and materials that we can. And so our entire team at I Am A Watchman spent the better part of nine months working on a ministry resource for that very purpose. It's called the Rapture Kit, and much more information can be found on rapturekit.org. But, you know, we want the Rapture Kit to serve two purposes. One, to be a witnessing tool for today, prior to the rapture, and also to be a critical resource for those left behind after the rapture. It contains a USB drive, as Dylan said previously, with lots of incredible content. The most important thing we have is a 50-minute video that talks about what happened and explains to the recipient left behind what the rapture is, how Bible prophecy predicted the rapture, and critically, as we've been saying, that there is still hope for eternity in heaven. On that USB drive, in addition to that main video, there are ebooks with 1,600 pages of teaching content. There is PDF versions of the Bible. There is video teachings on the gift of salvation, reasons to believe, and on Bible prophecy. There's a 120-page PDF document that presents many other resources we felt were going to be needed, including what to do now. In other words, the first steps of faith, living out your new faith, what is coming, and several other practical helps. Well, it sounds like this is a great resource. And if you look at rapturekit.org, you can see the entire overview of all the things that are included. And there are a lot of practical things as well. And you can even order the physical copies of some of these resources in addition to the USB drive itself. But one of the things that has been personal to you in particular, Scott, is the message that you want to leave behind to those who may be here after the rapture, tell a little bit about how that works for someone who wants to leave a message for a loved one. Sure. First, let's recognize that there's two parties involved. There's the giver of the rapture kit, and there's the recipient. The giver is a follower of Christ that understands where we are on the prophetic timeline, is aware of how quickly our world is moving into readiness for the Antichrist, the world governmental, monetary, and religious. You can call that the one-world system, basically, and are extremely burdened for their loved ones, family, friends, and colleagues they suspect will be left behind. 
from the recipient's point of view, they may have scoffed or not believed or fully committed to Christ, but we believe that many will have their previous religious framework shattered and will finally become humbled and more receptive to the gospel. The seeds planted in faith now will be harvested. Don't give up on reaching those you know. So I personally believe that it will take a little bit of time before the world system begins to assert the narrative that will explain the disappearance of hundreds of millions of people who only have one thing in common, which is a true, sincere faith in Jesus Christ. So giving a rapture kit to someone now while we still can is important. This is such a fantastic resource, Scott, and I wish that we had more time. In our final moments together, if you would take a moment to just encourage the watchmen and the watchwomen who are listening today, most of the time we're talking about our responsibility to watch, warn, witness, and finish well. What is a watchman's heart and calling for people of a post-rapture world? Well, time is short, Dylan. We see the convergence of signs happening and the birth pains are increasing in frequency and intensity. It's critical that watchmen and watchwomen understand their Ezekiel 33 accountability to watch and warn those in their immediate sphere of influence. There is also a lot of fatigue, you know, as people are beginning to sprint now towards that finish line. To those brothers and sisters, I encourage you to keep your eyes on Jesus and to set your face like flint in these days. Turn away from unholy and unprofitable things. Focus on eternity, on your encounter at the Bema Seed, where all believers will give an account of their talents the Lord entrusted to us. It's a very serious burden, and we receive the word in 1 Peter 5 Be sober-minded and alert. You've been listening to I Am A Watchman Ministries founder Scott Townsend talking about the importance of the rapture as well as the rapture kit. You can find out more information at IamAWatchman.com as well as RaptureKit.org. We've also talked about AmIRaptureReady.org. So there are plenty of places where you can gather more information to be prepared and to share with others the reason for the hope you have within you. Thanks for being with us here on A View From The Wall. Join us next time. A View from the Wall, in association with I Am a Watchman Ministries, exists to equip a worldwide audience with biblical truth, sharing it with others, and being prepared for Christ's imminent return. The team seeks to encourage, inspire, and equip watchmen for such a time as this. For information about the ministry and upcoming events, visit IamAWatchman.com. A View from the Wall is made possible by the team of dedicated pastors, editors, and the many contributors of I Am A Watchman Ministries. To support our efforts, give online at IamAWatchman.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time on A View from the Wall.